Welcome to the Empowerment Radio Show, the show that empowers, inspires, and motivates. Hear from experts in all areas of business as they share proven techniques that have helped them earn millions and have more free time. Learn the tricks of the trade, including how to market your business and develop the million-dollar mindset needed to succeed. Be sure to register for more information at torontowomensexpo.com. Use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering women to succeed. Now, let's welcome the host of the Empowerment Radio Show, Randy Goodman. Hello everyone, this is Randy here with the Empowerment Radio Show, and I have a super awesome guest today, Saskia Jennings. She is a professional caregiver. She's an empowering speaker a connector, and a coach. And personally, I think she's an incredible lady. So please help me give a warm welcome to my podcast guest, Saskia. Yay! Oh, oh, wow. That is a super intro, Randy. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Saskia, for being on the show with us here today. And, you know, my guests don't know you yet. So would it be okay if you just tell us a little bit about your upbringing so we can get a little background on you? Thanks for asking that, uh, Randy. As you know, and I love to talk about it, I came to Canada from Holland over 10 years ago. And the first time I landed in, in Canada was actually in 1999, and I've always known from that moment on that I needed to be here. So at the in the midst of midlife, I was 45, I made a really courageous decision. I left everything behind in Holland, including my family, and I moved to Toronto. Uh, no, sorry, to um, uh, Ontario. Actually, I, I did land in Toronto, but my goal was to live in the forest, and that's where I went. Um, I found a new man in my life, and I started a completely new life totally new lifestyle in the middle of the bush (laughs) very exciting yeah i know it's quite a story this is just a very very short version of it (laughs) i know because i know the longer version (laughs) (laughs) and it probably will come out during our conversation right (laughs) sure (laughs) okay so okay so quick question because you did mention it so what made you want to go live in the bush Well, it's very interesting. When I landed for the first time in Canada, which was in 1999, I started traveling to Niagara Falls. I was with a family member, and I was just, I don't know, something happened within me that I felt like this nature, the, the, I feel the country is very wide, and it just grabbed me and I didn't live in nature in Holland I mean like I I lived at the river in Rotterdam in the middle of the city and uh, under the chemical industry there and I had one small little tree in front of me Mm. and um, over the years I had been traveling to Canada and I met my man I really met my soulmate that's how I felt it at that moment Um, so I traveled about six years through Canada 
um, every summer and then a fall and then a winter, of course, because I love winter. And I felt so connected with nature. It's been such an amazing experience. So then one moment I said to my mom, that's it, mom. I uh, met a new guy and I'm going to move to Canada. My mom said, okay, girl, you go ahead and I'll visit you. And he lived three hours north of Toronto, 15 kilometers in the forest, off of the 400, and that's where I landed. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, that's phenomenal. You know, I, you've got cojones, girl. <laughs> well, and I, I can tell you, I never, ever regretted it. I never regretted it. Um, you know, even though it's partly gravel road and even the snow piles up, I loved it. I loved it. And even, you know, I'm in the city now. We're pretty close, you and I, um, living together. And I'm always drawn to go back to nature. And it still blows my mind because I didn't live in nature in Holland. But I'm a nature girl. Right, right. Okay. Well, that's phenomenal. Like, seriously. Thank you. You know, to go from one extreme to another extreme... It's uh, incredible. So you have some wonderful experiences, that's for sure. But can you tell us what led you to where you are today? Like, what did you study in school? What, you know, what were your aspirations when you were doing your studies? And where are you today in comparison to that? That's a great question. And I think the word aspiration just hit me because... What I have noticed over the past 10 years that I've been here is actually that my aspirations are growing and evolving and developing. And what led me to where I am today, I believe that is my own midlife journey the, from the brave moment that I left everything behind. And I was studying natural healing therapies in Holland, okay. uh, shiatsu and um Uh, other holistic therapies, natural medicine. But when I landed in Canada and I had the feeling I needed to be here, that started to evolve within me. So I learned to listen what's going on inside. And when I landed here, I got married. And I learned Canadian lifestyle. had to learn, like, really silly things I had to learn new like how is banking here today it was just totally different from in uh, what it was in holland i went back to school i became a professional caregiver and then marriage grew and then it got in a hole and it actually ended up that um there was some questionable money management going on i had to learn many 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 lessons And uh, it led to divorce. I initiated it myself because the relationship ended in like really no trust and lies. And then I found within myself that I really did not listen to myself. I totally neglected my own feelings and my needs. And I did that because I was, I can't say the word that I was going to say, but I was really scared for two years to leave the guy that I actually really love. But it wasn't just the the best match. It was complicated. But I was really scared to leave. But my questions were like, where am I going to live? Who's going to plow my driveway? And (laughs) how is that all going to work? Where's the money coming from? Even though I worked as a professional caregiver. um, But it all turned around. One moment I was very, very uh, sick in the morning. And I thought, okay, I'm throwing up here. That means I have 
really gone too far. I've crossed my own borders. So then I started asking, like, who was I when I moved to Canada? I left everything behind. I did all this. What did I achieve? What the heck happened with my courage and my inner trust? Where is the love for myself and my life? So once I started being courageous by asking myself those questions, I left. I crawled out of a deep hole. Um, I moved. And now I'm going to do the very short version. I came across a coach. I liked her. I trusted her. And for a few years, she helped me for really to find my purpose, to help me evolve and to get rid of a lot of old patterns and habits and open my eyes to what is possible for me in the world. And that really helped me. And of course, the scariest thing was like, oh my gosh, I have to pay her and this is my last savings. But you know what? I've learned the best investment is in yourself. So I did it. I started moving forward. It was a fun journey. Um, and I've seen, since then worked with coaches and I became one myself, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. But it, was, it's a, it, it's, it is through a self-discovery mm-hmm. and being brave to take on that self-discovery that in this case I'm talking about me, but that everybody actually is able to create a better place for yourself and for others around you. I love that. Perfect. Perfect. So, you know, you you do have quite a story. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about the business that you have today? Yes, thanks. It's it's actually, I'm super excited because through my journey, I've evolved. And in the summer, I had a huge aha moment. So I'm a holistic life and wellness coach. I'm a speaker. I love speaking for people. I'm a healer and I'm a true advocate for women in midlife. Now, I've also been, and I still am, a professional caregiver. And I've worked with many, many seniors and their families. So I know all the issues that families run into when it comes to having a career and looking after your parents that may come gradually and sometimes mom or dad takes a fall by and all of a sudden you have a second job which you do is out of love but it's one of the I say it's one of the toughest jobs in the world so all of a sudden I realized doing research that the need for caregivers to learn to cope with stress to learn tasks, how to take care of their mom and dad properly, to have more time for themselves um, and have way more energy. There's a big need for it. And I thought, Saskia, you are a professional caregiver. You know exactly what these people need. So I had this huge light bulb come off, probably lit up the whole city here. (laughs) And I thought, that's it. So... For me now, that is, um, I acknowledge fully that um, I have all those skills that I can teach other people that are uh, caregivers, professional caregivers, but people that are also per- personal family caregivers that take on a job to look after the mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my business. Yeah. But you're a caregiver's mentor. You're a caregiver's coach. Yes, and a catalyst for midlife bliss because, you know, caregivers, they have a huge burden on their shoulder. 
and they're very they all come very close or even over the border of being burned out right so i help transform their burnout into midlife bliss that's incredible <laughs> thank you no, seriously. <laughs> you know because people don't even realize and they go through this and you know they take care of their loved ones and you know i've been in that situation it can be very stressful especially if there's dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that or behavioral changes, you know, or maybe something seriously physical. Uh, you know, it can be really, really stressful, and especially if you have a family and, and you're working and whatnot. And you may not have all the time in the world, so you need to be managing yourself. You need to be dealing with, the stressors or other things that you know you need to organize and to have somebody like you be able to guide them and alleviate those issues that they're going to face and they are going to face them you know it's it's not a secret what you say is so true so thank you for bringing that up and i can like mention a, a whole bullet list of things right but people who are caregivers they will understand when they hear this but there's one big thing you have to learn how to put yourself first because it affects your own health and if you are not taking care of yourself first and that's a big lesson that I teach people and that I help them to find the courage to and confidence to look after themselves first right then they can look after their parents. If you don't do it, then you're and mostly women. I mean, like the number one killer in women, heart attack and stroke. And that's um, something that the Heart and Stroke Foundation really preaches about. You have to put yourself first. So you have to learn that that is okay. So Saskia, that's incredible. And thank you for that because you're right. We have to put ourselves first because if we're no good nobody's any good around us we can't take care of anybody so that's vitally important and I'm so glad that this is at the top of your mind so Saskia what would you say are the most challenging issues that caregivers face well let me get to that bullet list where we just talked about first of all Anxiety or constant worries about their loved one. Fear. They have fear, for instance, also for their own future, wondering, like, what, how's my life going to look like? How's my career going to look like? Or am I providing the right care? I don't know. I'm not, like, taught how to do this. Um, physical strain, exhaustion, no time at all for social activities, right? Increased expenses. Don't forget, often... They take money out of their own wallet to help their parents out, right? Mm -hmm. um, sleep, just spinning, spinning, spinning wheels. Communication with our families, communication with resources that are available. Or if your mom has support from healthcare, healthcare workers, then how do you talk to them? How can you make sure that your mom gets the best service and how can you be of service for your mom or dad at that time? Um, People really get unhappy when they have their work. And at their work, they have to leave two hours earlier today because they need to do something for their mom. And then there's a the co-worker staring at them or the boss like, 
um, excuse me, again, or they have to take extra sick leave, or may, maybe even have to give up a part of their job and losing out on money. So I can, I can make a list longer, but let, let's not do it, right? <laughs> right, right. No, you're, there's, I can imagine there's a monster-sized list because you're spewing up these things so quickly that, you know, <laughs> there must be, like, tons more. But yeah. thank you for that. You're now, welcome. what kind of help can you suggest that they take with issues like this and issues that they'll face? The first thing that I would say, you have to get the help. I love this quote by uh, Werner Earhart, and it says, you can't do it alone, and you have to do the work. So I think it's very important that you, as a caregiver, acknowledge that, yes, you can't do it alone. So how I found my coach, somebody I like and trust, I love for people to come to me and find out if I, if they find me trustworthy, and I exactly understand where they're coming from, right? So um, I have private one-on-one coaching, where I work probably for a month or three to help them gain more confidence, to increase their communication skills, to really improve that, um, help them find the resources. But I think one of the most distinct is that I can help them with simple tasks that help them to take better care of their parents, like practical skills can't mention a lot here, but, um, you know, they, under- they understand. Sometimes it's the simple things. It's also how to communicate with your mom or dad. Um, you know, when somebody comes in after work or earlier from work, comes in with um, two bags of groceries, runs in the house, hi, mom or dad, um, I'll just pack this away, yada, 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 yada. And mom is staring, doesn't even get what the daughter is saying. There's no peace at home. That's not a great way to connect and provide um, love and compassion. So I, I like to teach people how to connect with your parents and take five minutes to sit down, drop everything. So it it's really gets back to basics. It's also learning about learning um, patience, learning about boundaries. It is learning about acceptance. Mm-hmm. So you really create a better connection when it comes to caregiving, and it is, in, and it from burden it goes into more fulfillment. So there's less stress because learning how to cope with stress. And actually, recently, um, maybe I can mention that is I started the caregiving circle, and that's something that people love when they see it. They want to join, so I, I want to really work in groups to help you with the caregiving, but. For me, it is starting with you as the person to help you become stronger, more confident, courageous in what you do. As I said, put yourself first without feeling guilty. Fantastic. And Did that I, answer your question? Yeah, I absolutely love the tip of going in and just putting them first. You know, mm-hmm. just taking the time to let them know you're there, you're there for them, you've arrived, you've brought whatever you've brought with them, but doing it in a calm, collective way where, you know, they're soothed when you walk in the door instead of all this energy and craziness going on. And, you know, I I love that idea. Well, thank you, because what happens is they come in with their, their 
um, busy mind from work and commute because they got stuck in traffic and you know, so please before you walk in. And um, thank you for letting me sharing that tip. And you know, you don't have to. You really have to learn to. You don't need always to talk to your parent. You don't need to do stories. Listen. Ask one question and listen. Put your hand around your uh, on the arm or give a hug. A really not a quick thing because you're in the rust. But calm down. It's your time to connect. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. So what kind of results can people expect when they learn from you? <laughs> um, as you just said, I gave this amazing tip. So what would you think would happen when people know this tip? And it's such a quick result that they get. So the result is that they become calm. Their parent is calm. They leave a little bit of their burn behind. They don't put it on their parents. They have a more fulfillment connection. They get calmer inside. So all of a sudden, their own energy shifts. They learn to more respect themselves. They learn more about what, what their triggers are, gaining awareness about what are your own triggers. Where do you not have boundaries? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How great yeah. is it and how much fun can it be to learn how to really practice patience? So I, I have like a, a ton of tools, right? But it is important for me to have the person become stronger, fulfilled, and have a better look at life, which affects their whole, their own life, their family life. It affects their work life. So if you, if I work with somebody and... We talk about finding the time because, of course, it's like, oh, I'm crazy busy. Well, that's a word that we're going to take out of the dictionary immediately. Right. You have a full day. But how full is your day and where, how do you fill it? So how can we find time? How can we find an extra half hour a day? Time seven is three and a half hours a week. What are you going to do with it? How can you talk to your family and say, like, I am not available for the next half hour, please leave me alone, and you create a space for yourself. Mm-hmm. There's many mm-hmm. tools that I help people with that create pretty quick results and more fulfillment and happiness, right? No, and I think it's amazing that you make people become so aware because we all carry baggage with us from our past, and mm-hmm. we may have relationships with our parents that are tumultuous, we may have fantastic relationships with our parents, and this can affect how we treat them as well, right? So it's yeah. not just the stress of what's going on with their health, but it also can be uh, past things that also affect how you treat that person on a normal basis, right? When there are no additional stresses added in. So yeah. having someone like you to help them through those processes, and I don't mean they have to, you know, psychiatry and go lay a couch and do all of that. That's not what I'm talking about, but having someone like you to help them have tools for themselves so that they can better deal with the situation at hand. And that's phenomenal because people don't realize that they need this. Like you should really, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you are taking care of somebody, really think about how you treat them. Do you raise your voice to them? Are you impatient? Are you quick with them? Are you short? Do you spend any time with them? You know, I, I could ask a million questions, but 
these are the things that Saskia can help you with, right? Yeah. And, and these are what you're an expert at. Thanks, Randy. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you are. See, I need, to, I need to learn to say, yes, I am. I truly <laughs> am. And you know what? I would like to add to that that I love to teach you how to get a handle back on your own life. And when you make that perfect combination on your life, your first job, and your second job as a caregiver, man, how would your life look like? <laughs> your life look like, right? It's so much more fun. Absolutely. And you make Definitely. more powerful choices. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So yeah. I love this conversation, Randy. Um, well, thank you. I always think we really complement each other. And... Um, yeah, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share what is possible and a lot possible, I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing because I think you've enlightened a lot of people's eyes. But, you know, <laughs> clearly, Saskia, you're really passionate about sharing this information with people. And, you know, what is it that hits home for you? Can you tell us why you're so passionate about this? Yes. Um, actually, I mentioned it partly before um, in, in the beginning when I said, like, I, I'm a caregiver for nine years, and I still do that on the side, and I kind of like, yeah, push that away, and on the side, it's okay, I've been doing this, and, but you know what? People over the last nine years have sent me lovely cards, lovely notes, have expressed their love and their joy for the work that I do with them, I really have a lot of fun with the seniors. Right? We have shed tears together. Um, and I thought, again and again, people tell me how they love it when I come. And I thought, Saskia, really? There is a big issue going on in the world. And by 2031, the, the amount of seniors that need care will have doubled. People in midlife are getting older, and the millennials, and millennials more and more are involved in taking care of their parents. There is such a huge need. And I thought, like, uh, Saskia, you really need to acknowledge that in yourself because I've seen the struggles within families, and they're happy with my help. And, I, <laughs> you know, they say, like, when you walk through the door, something magical seems to happen. Please come back. So, you know, like we, I acknowledge that now finally fully, and I know that's the way I can help others. So, Beautiful. That hit home this summer, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay, I love that. I love it. And so what would you tell people about trying to get into this industry? Is it difficult or are there any tricks to the trade or... There any secrets you want to tell us? Well, I, I if there's any caregivers listening, like professional caregivers, I'd love for professional caregivers to look into add-on coaching, like I do, to other caregivers. And for every business, I would say actually walk the walk and talk the talk. If you really like to run your business wholeheartedly, and that's what we're all 
more and more doing. Um, that's the, the big move that's happening all over the world. If you want to run your business wholeheartedly, walk the walk and acknowledge who the, the, um, the school of experience. Somebody said recently, I've got, I am going to the school of experience. I've gone to the school of experience. That's it. Bring your, what you've learned out into the world and help others that way, right? Absolutely. I love that. Um. Yeah. I, I am, um, <laughs> actually, I was uh, at a conference last Saturday, and somebody walked up to me and said, I'm a nurse, and I'm teaching nursing, but there's something inside me. I feel I want to do something else, and I could just look right through it. Because mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm an intuitive, I just... I feel immediately what's going on, on under the layers. So I spoke a little bit to her and I said, like, you know what? What if we start peeling off some of those layers and find out what it is that you want to do, not what other people think you should be doing? Mm-hmm. And it's a learning curve, right? It's a learning yeah. curve. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree with you. And so many of us grow up being pushed towards something, you know, that may not be our passion. So when somebody says to me, you know, I don't know what I want to do, then I say, well, what are you passionate about? You know, what do you love? What do you love to do? Or what have you done all your life? Sometimes there's something that we did in our lives that, you know, may be the thing we should be teaching you know, or, or helping others with rather than what we were pushed to do. So yeah, definitely, that, I, mean, I hear your passion with this topic. So I absolutely love that you're doing something you're passionate about because then it shows when you're actually helping people, right? Comes from yeah. The- yeah, thank you. And, and, you know, you can ask yourself if you think like, well, I'm not sure what I'm good about or passionate about. Ask yourself, this is uh, an extra thought or tip for everybody who's listening and if this uh, speaks to you. What you can ask yourself is like, what have other people said to me or how have they valued me over the past five years? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of good stuff that comes out from things that you recognize by what others say about you. Exactly, exactly. So this is absolutely fantastic, Saskia. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. It's been an honor to speak with you. Such a pleasure. Where can people get a hold of you if they want to connect with you, learn from you? Do you have a website you can send them to? Yes, um, certainly. And it's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Um, I love this kind of conversations, very helpful for people. So I love that you're doing this regular podcast, Randy, and uh, that's so beneficial for many, many people. So let's spread the word about your podcast. (laughs) You're so sweet. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Um, It's um, creatingbeingwell.com. Creatingbeingwell.com. Just one word, creatingbeingwell.com. Maybe you can spell it for everybody. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to? It's so long, right? C-R-E-A-T-I-N-G-B-E-I-N-G-W-E-L-L.com. I love those Ws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. And there's a, there's a contact button on the bottom. 
um, or a contact page. So feel free to connect with me and we can find out what it is that you as a caregiver are dealing with and I'm here to help. Awesome. Absolutely love it. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful talking to you, Saskia. And I want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening to this podcast. And please remember to subscribe, share, and write a positive review. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Empowerment Radio Show. Want more empowerment from Randy Goodman? Stay up to date and follow Randy on Twitter at Randy Connects. That's Randy with an I. Remember to use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Or visit TorontoWomensExpo.com.